This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Holland Assets. This is episode number 72. I am Craig, your host. And over there... Chris. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. How about you, Craig? Not bad. How's the road treating you these days? Um, it's not treating me very well because I haven't been on it. <laughs> you that, haven't had to. No, I haven't had to. That that might change here in, in a little bit. Really? I, I, Why is that? Yeah. Um, we're, we, we haven't really even talked much about the second truck yet. We're going to do that a little bit more today. Oh, nice. Okay. But we've got a third truck in the works. Oh, and I think word. I'm going to, when the, the, the third truck, we're, we're a little bit crazy on and we, we're getting something, I think, brand new. Oh, and wow. so I want to I want to go out on the road for a week or so with the the new is, truck. How does this jive with your with your advice to people? Are you breaking your own rules, Chris, and getting a new truck? I don't I don't think so. I think financially we're we're there to the point, and I think this will be a good exercise for the podcast to kind of get you because know, you, it's one of the things one of the topics that you hear all the time is do you buy new or do you buy used? You know what? What's the more cost-effective way to go? And this will give us some good hard numbers where we can show this is, you know, what a a, a used truck with probably higher maintenance costs um, earns, and here's what a new truck earns. Yeah, that'll be cool illustration. Yeah, so I, I think it'll be fun. Okay, all right, and uh, that that'll come with another driver, then I assume it will. And yeah. it, so it sounds like that might be you for a little while. It, it's probably going to be me for a little bit. Are I don't you, know how long, but for a little bit, I'm going to at least take it out for a week or two to at a minimum to, um, one, learn about the new truck. It's got, you know, some, how to drive it. It's, uh, you know, it's an, another automatic, but I think this is even a better kind of automatic. And, um, it, uh, has some accident avoidance stuff that I want to be able to know how to use. So if I ever have to talk to a driver or work, you know, work with a driver on how to use it or things like that. I, I know what I'm talking about. Well, if, if you ask me to stand in the street as you drive down it, I'm, I'm not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to do it. No, you're not I'm gonna not going to see if it, I'm not stops. your test deer. <laughs> oh, come on, Greg. Where's your, <laughs> where's your loyalty to the program? Well, what can I say? I, <laughs> hey, I want... listeners go onto Facebook and I want all of you to comment about <laughs> how bad you want to see Craig be the guinea pig to see if the accident avoidance stuff works. Get hit by yeah. a truck. We're going to have, we're going to have so many comments. We're just going to have to do it. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, go to Facebook. Find us on Facebook. <laughs> Comment uh, there. Absolutely. Uh, I'll also, before I forget, because you reminded me, everybody should go to hollandassetsllc.com where they can check out full show notes, including the financial information we're going to be going over today uh, and possible pictures of me lying in the middle of the road after Chris <laughs> has run over me. Uh, no, but in either place, you can go ahead and comment um, and I, I want to see what we get more comments on. People saying they want to see me get hit by a truck or people saying they want you to put my face on the side of one of these trucks. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the yeah. other thing I'm going for. All right, it's going to happen one day. We'll see. <laughs> so um, th- you, you do have a second driver already. We do. Right? And yeah. who's that? His name's Vinny. Vinny, that's right. Yep. We've talked about Vinny a little bit in the past. Uh, so how are things going with um, uh, two trucks out on the road? And two they're, they're going really, really well so far. Um, Vinny is a, a great driver um, so far. I mean, obviously he's, he's been on the road for about a month now at this point, maybe not quite a month, but just wants to run super hard, has a great attitude. Um, 
great, great driver, you know, great, great first month. And, um, we'll see how, if that continues. And he, he's kind of the same way as, as Mike, you know, they, they've both been driving for 10 plus years, great experience, know what they're doing, care about the truck, you know, care about, uh, doing a good job. And, um, that's, that's important. Hear that Vinny stamp of approval. Well done. <laughs> uh, no, that's great. So any other updates before we get to the numbers? Um, we, we also spent this last week, um, was the first week that Nate, we've talked about, uh, the partner mm-hmm. has been working kind of full time for the company, which has been good. It's starting to take, he's starting to take a little bit off of my plate. Um, and that's just going to continue to, to snowball and take more and more off of my plate. And it's going to allow us to grow. And h- hence that's why we're adding a third truck. You know, we've got some, some plans for, uh, maybe a fourth and fifth truck this year. Uh, so that will, you know, help us really kind of start to grow this into a, a little fleet. So a fifth truck by the end of this year, it's a, what you're it's saying. a possibility. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's impressive. That's yeah. That's what we're hoping for. I mean, the, the, the thing that has really prevented us from growing up to this point has been me. Um, I just haven't had the, the time with all the other things that I've got going on to do that. Um, bringing Nate on is the catalyst that's changing that and mm-hmm. it's going to allow us to, to do some of those things. And so we've, we've actually over the last three or four months been kind of prepping to have this happen. And, and I think we're in a really good spot to, to make it happen and, and move forward. And I, and I think it's going to be a good thing. It'll be fun to watch anyway. Wonderful. Yeah. That uh, will be some good episodes coming up uh, as we discuss some of those changes, the things that are going on. But for now, let's talk about February numbers. Uh, so as we're recording this, it's March 9th. I think this comes out on the 10th. And so, uh, okay, so we're a little ways into March. We're looking back into February and looking at the profit and loss, the balance sheet from February uh, to see how the business did. I'm just uh, going over this for anybody who is uh, new to the show. We do this every single month. Uh, so I encourage you to go to hollandassetsllc.com, check out the show notes for this episode, and you will find, and we'll, we'll link to this in the in the show notes, it'll take you to that page uh, and you'll find the uh, documents that we're going to be talking about today, the profit and loss and balance sheet. You can find those PDFs. I think they're PDFs on that website and you can follow along. So if you're one one other cool thing that we've recently added, I think we, I think we've talked about it, but you, you're actually can go in and you can see the routing of the truck. So that's kind of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get a map of the U S and you get to see where, where the trucks have gone um, all across the country. It's, It's pretty cool. And uh, so people are really on top of it. Maybe they can figure out what region it's in and maybe cross paths and yeah. honk at Mike a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Chris, let's talk February numbers. How did it go? How many miles did we run this month? Overall, it was a good month. We did 16,320 miles. So the second truck wasn't running the entire month. He started off say. around the – it was just a little bit after the 10th. So okay. um, with that being said – um, Vinny was also unfortunate. One of the loads took him down into the Mississippi, Texas area when Ooh. that really bad uh, ice right. storm, snowstorm hit this. in February. And he he was actually stuck just outside of Jackson, Mississippi for um, three full days, almost four days. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. Um, they, they'd shut the freeways down both directions, couldn't move anywhere. And uh, it, it made it. I think we ended up delivering that load um, th- almost almost four days late. Wow. 
which the 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 receiver, the shipper, the broker, everybody totally got what was happening. So it wasn't wasn't a, a was huge upset. deal that way. Nobody was upset. It just it is what it is. You know, it's that's trucking, man. That kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Well, at least it was cold enough. You saved on refrigeration. Right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So that is unfortunate, but still, sixteen thousand miles. Um, we're shooting for at least ten per truck. Am, am I right? If, on, on full month. Uh, absolutely, at least ten. Um, and maybe and we've more been like doing 12. a little, yeah, 10, between 10 and 12, I think is a, a pretty successful month. So 10 is kind of the minimum of where we want to be for a month. But, mm. uh, uh, if we can get up into the 12 range, we're really doing well. So for a truck that didn't start until after the 10th, uh, in a short month, February, obviously short month, I'd say 16,000 miles actually isn't that bad. It wasn't, that I think no, about it, it. absolutely. It wasn't too bad. So what good. did, uh, what percentage of that was deadhead then? Just a, just over four percent, so six hundred sixty three miles, which is a little more than it's been the last couple of months, but not too bad. It's still we're still staying under that five percent range, so it, it's overall that's it's pretty good. Right, that's our benchmark, right? Five yep. percent, as long as we're under that, we're happy. Yep. Um, okay, good. So, what did we get for total revenue in February? Thirty one thousand nine hundred twenty five dollars and eighteen cents. And eighteen. Wait, what? Not one cent. Yeah, I, I, it was not one cent. I, there was something a little bit different about one of the loads this time that uh, kind of skewed our numbers. Okay, all right. So, um, all right, so almost 32. Let's round up and call it $32,000. That's pretty darn good, I guess. Uh, but again, this is uh, for a company that's taking care of two trucks now, soon yep. to be three. Yep. So it does complicate the numbers a little bit. Uh, what was your all-in rate per mile then? Uh, $1.96 a mile, which is, I think January, if I remember right, was $1.98. So just mm. a little bit less than January, but still for uh, a February, January and February, are always the slowest months of the year. And for, to get that kind of a rate in a January and February shows that the market for, for carriers is really good right now. Yeah. And do you, have you found a difference in the rates you're able to get, the ease that you're able to get loads? Uh, now versus when you were driving the first few months on the road. I mean, we talked about that, but I don't think we've really revisited it. As the company has matured, uh, your, your your name value perhaps has matured a little bit. Has that reflected in the uh, rate per mile? That's a really good question, and and it's a little bit of a hard one to answer. And the reason behind that is is because you've got a couple factors. The the market is super strong right now, and so that just makes it there's less loads. I mean, it's a supply and demand issue, right? There are more shippers and brokers looking for trucks to move product, and so that makes it easier for everybody to find loads. But with that being said, I do strongly believe that you know, part of the reason we're getting the rates that we're getting, we're getting brokers that are kind of coming back more to us and not just some of the big ones like TQL's always done this. They've always come back and trying to find us to, to get other load to haul loads for them, but we're getting more brokers outside that, that offer better rates and saying, Hey, we want you to haul this load for us. Do you have trucks available? You know, when can we, when are you going to have trucks available? Come, come reach out to us mm -hmm. when you've got somebody in this area and we can, we want, we want you hauling loads for us. And so, you know, having that one, it makes it so that we can keep those, those wheels turning all the time on a regular basis. And, and two, it, it just, it, it makes life a little bit easier and smoother all along yeah. the way. Yeah, absolutely. And well, I hope you guys are gearing up, uh, speaking, you, you've mentioned that January and February are always tough, but, uh, economic projections for Q2 are looking pretty good, Chris. They are. Yeah. So absolutely. you must be pretty excited about the increase I, in commerce. 
I really think um, this year is going to be a good year for everybody in the trucking industry. You know, the more that you're seeing, um, it, it, it's, I think, going to be a really good year. Very nice. Well, uh, with there, there is one number uh, that's missing from this list. So I want to go back. We, this, there's a number we often talk about, but it's not here this month. Uh, Chris, tell me what that number is and why it's not there. We are missing the number of days on the road. You know, we'd usually break it down to how many days, full days on the road and how many partial days. Well, now with getting more than one truck and, you know, adding more and more trucks to the fleet, I think that number just kind of becomes one, it's cumbersome for me to calculate. And then two, it just becomes less meaningful because you're going to have some drivers that have more on days on the road, some that have less. And, and that number was as much as anything really provide really to provide to somebody that wants to be an owner operator and just have a good idea of how many, okay, how many days are we going to, am I going to be spending on the road to be able to earn the kind of income that we're talking about here? So now as we kind of transition from, you know, we, we've had a really good um, year and a half, almost two years of showing what what it's like running a business from an owner operator perspective, we're, we're kind of transitioning more into, you know, the small fleet and somebody trying to grow their fleet. Um, and, and that's really what you're going to see here in the podcast moving forward. That doesn't say that 90% of what we talk about is still going to be very relevant to an mm-hmm. owner operator. So you can't just, uh, well, let me back up and see if I understand that metric was never about, um, something that you were keeping track of for yourself it was more about illustrating here's how i got to these other numbers is it and and that's just not not the same thing now that you're uh you're not the one out on the road yeah and that and just to give some perspective to you know somebody that's thinking about being an owner operator just saying okay you know chris would make so much money the the business would gross this he'd net this and it would take this many days of him out on the road driving. Right. So whether it was the in the time period when I was actually driving the truck or really if it was Mike driving the truck, it, it's kind of the same because for that first, you know, 18, 20 months, it was, you know, one driver, me or Mike and, and one truck. And so that, that's really, I mean, that's what an owner operator is. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get back to the PNL then the numbers that we do have and work our way toward the profit number. Uh, do you want to start with that, or do you want to start with anything else from the PNL that kind of jumps out that you want to mention? Surprise me. So, what, uh, Chris? Yeah, you tell me what you want to do. I, yeah. Well, I, I want to keep the profit a mystery because it okay. sounds like you know the thirty-two thousand uh, in revenue is an impressive number uh, for the number of days that you had trucks out on the road. Um, so, tell me what else happened on the balance sheet, and then I, I, I want to be blown away with profit, Chris. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know that you're necessarily going to be blown away. It was a it was a pretty good month overall. But one of the, the thing that really kind of stick, sticks out to me with this profit and loss is something that I really like to see on a profit and loss statement. Uh, no repairs. No, n- not many repairs, but nothing really <laughs> stuck out. You know, oh, there were, okay. You know, it, it, it's nice in a business to kind of have consistency. You don't want to go one month really really good, the next month really really bad. Um, and and this is just kind of one of those averaged. Average, bland, boring months. Would you say that the more trucks you add to the fleet, the more even out, evened out the months will become? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, okay. Because so, you're going to have, you, you to oversimplify what you're saying right there, you know, if you have one truck 
you know, if you've just got one truck, you're going to have one month sometimes where things are really good. You're going to have another month when things are really bad. You add a second truck and that one truck, one of the trucks may have a really good month and the other truck may have a really bad month that same month. But what does that do? Cancels out. They, they cancel each other out. And and as you get more trucks, that's just going to naturally happen. Right. Because it's unlikely when you've got three trucks out on the road, it's unlikely that three of them would have catastrophic uh, failures and need repairs. Yeah. Um, although one might. Okay. All right. And it's less likely that all three of them are going to have a really, really great month all in the same month. Yeah. So does that mean that our monthly financials discussions are going to get a lot more boring now, Chris? Um, I, I don't know. Stay tuned. I guess we'll have to wait to find out. They they might. I don't know. I Other can't. than the numbers will be bigger, and that's always exciting. <laughs> that is Especially exciting. when it's that bottom line number. Okay, so we're we're getting there. Do you want to do you want to let the cat out of the bag? What was our profit? It was seven thousand seven hundred thirteen dollars and seventy six cents. So I think I am I, I impressed. That is good. It is pretty good, and I don't. I, I didn't go back and look. I should have, but I think that's our second best month ever. Really? Yeah. Did, we had a better month with a we single had, truck? Uh, yeah, it was the month before. It was the month COVID hit and um, they were we. I could haul loads like crazy, right? If mm. you remember right, the hours of service regulations, they kind of threw them out the door and you oh, could just right. run miles, miles, miles. We didn't have any issues with the truck that month and- it just ended up being a really good month. So it wasn't Still, much higher than that. If I remember 7,700 right, is pretty darn good. It is pretty good. I think we're within about $1,000 of that record. And as you add trucks, I assume we'll be, that, that'll keep growing I'll, and growing. Hopefully we'll just start to see record after record after record. So, yeah. so tell me then, we've talked in the past about what an owner operator, a single truck owner operator would do uh, with that profit. The, you were saying for the first while, for the first year at least, all, that profit goes right back into the business. You're paying yourself a salary uh, or you know a wage out of, and that that cuts into the company's profit, but all the the company's profit goes back into the company, not into your pocket. You're not buying a sports car or something. So tell me, uh, with this 7,700 and with the profit that you realized in the last few months, uh, what are your priorities right now? We're trying to grow the business. So what that means is we're still going to be reinvesting most of those profits back into the business. And, and I really think if somebody's really trying to grow their business, especially if they're trying to get into the, you know, over the five truck range into the 10 plus trucks at some point, um, for those first five trucks, you're probably reinvesting every last time back into the business. And maybe once you get five trucks, let's just, let's oversimplify this again a little bit. Let's say each truck makes on average $2,000 a month in net income. Mm -hmm. So that after all the expenses are paid, everything that's left over, you know, $2,000 a truck a month. So at five trucks, you, you end up with $10,000 of net income every month consistently. Sweet. And I, I think for that first five months or those first five trucks, you're probably just reinvesting all of that. Maybe at the time that you've got those five trucks cranking, Maybe at that point you still want to grow, but you feel like, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice my the, the speed of the growth just a little bit, and I'm going to only reinvest 8000 of that a month, and I'm going to keep roughly 2000 a month in my pocket to you know, improve my standard of living and you know, be, you know, be able to enjoy some of the success that you've had at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the numbers are looking pretty good, Chris, uh, but let's talk about today's impact tip. Okay. What do you got for me? Give, give me the short version first. Do quarterly draws. Do 
uh, I'm not an artist, Chris. <laughs> a different kind of draw. So um, it, this, that's a good, great segue from what the conversation that we were just having and you know, taking money out of your business. I think once you get to the point where your business, whether you're an owner operator or you're a, a small fleet owner, um, when you get to the point when you're ready to start taking profit from your company, you don't want to just take profit out every month. Um, because there, you kind of accomplish two main objectives. I think you do it once a quarter. So that's once every three months. So the way that I do it with all of my businesses is, you know, you run the first quarters, January, February, March, and then around the middle of April, once I've got the profit and loss statements done for the month, and we'll look taxes. at it and yeah, paid taxes and, <laughs> you know, done all that other stuff. Then, um, you, you look at it and you say, okay, I've got this much profit left over. I'm going to distribute or, or do a draw, distribute, essentially take it out of the business for my personal use. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take out that much. And, and that really kind of accomplishes two things. One, we've talked about this a little bit in the past. You don't become reliant on that, um, that money for your personal budget and you don't become hindered by it. So w what I mean by that is, you know, we, we've talked about as an owner operator, I really strongly feel that you should pay yourself as a driver, right? So if you were making 50 cents a mile before you became an owner operator, you should continue to pay yourself 50 cents a mile until you get to the point where you can start taking quarterly draws. And that 50 cents a mile, that's what you bring home every month. That's what you pay yourself. That's your, your wage. And that's what you pay your mortgage with or your rent with, your car payments or whatever other expenses you have at home. You, you pay that. And that, that should be able to remain fairly consistent month to month. Then um, when you get ready to start taking the money out of your, your business, you, at the, that extra money, the, the profits, and start going into the profits, um, you kind of use that money more for the way that I do it anyway, is I use that money more for, um, I, I guess you would say maybe a more, little bit more extravagant things. Mm. So maybe you save that money for a payment on the, the pickup truck you've wanted or a vacation or, you know, save it for a down payment on a house or any other. So, so you're not using this things. for your regular fixed expenses. You're not. Yeah. Right. Because that's the dependency you're talking about. It, it is. And you, you never know if it's going to happen. You may have a good quarter this quarter and have profits and the next quarter may be a bad quarter and you don't have profits that you can distribute. So the point is, is you just don't ever want to get to the point where you're relying on that quarterly draw in your personal budget. So you like, for example, say, say the first time you take this, you take a quarterly draw and you've had a good month and you take $10,000 out of your business. And you say, hey, you know what? That $10,000, that's a pretty dang good down payment on a $60,000 truck. Right? right, but now you're stuck with that But now you're expense. stuck with that, yeah, that $50,000 loan that you've got to make monthly payments on. Where's that money going to come from? Maybe your quarterly draws, but maybe not. But maybe not. And, and your quarterly draws only come once a quarter. And so you buy that truck today, you have to make that first monthly payment next month. And if you, you know, then you're going to just start taking money out of the business that probably shouldn't be taken out of the business. And right. so that's what I'm saying. You should use that money on things that, you know, maybe save it for the truck so that a year, year and a half down the road, you can pay cash for the truck or you use it for a vacation or a, a remodel on your house or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that occurs to me is uh, you're talking about it from the personal expense side of things, but there's also the business expense. And as I'm 
thinking about it, we've already mentioned that in the past you have had months where things ate into your profits. You know, a catastrophic repair was needed or what have you, you know, natural disaster and, you know, things didn't go so well this month. And it strikes me that by doing a quarterly draw instead of a monthly one, you're kind of allowing the those valleys and peaks to even out over the course of a quarter um, before you do the, the draw, right? That's the second big thing you get out of it. It, it, it smooths out those rough, rough patches, right? Because, you know, the, the chances are that you have three bad months in a quarter, not all that likely. The chances are that you have one bad one and one really good one that kind of even themselves out and one normal one, way more likely. And so it just, it helps you get through kind of some of those peaks and valleys, just smooth things out. And just, it, it's just a really good business practice in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, I think that's an excellent impact tip. Uh, you know how I love the concrete ones and this is very concrete. It is. Yeah. Do it every quarter. Great. Any other thoughts on that subject or shall we call it for today? Let's call it. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening again, go to hollandassetsllc.com for full show notes, including all of the documentation that we've talked about today. Uh, and go to Facebook, find us on Facebook, and let me know how big my face should be on the side of those trucks. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next time. See you later.